Hey, Brazilian Dragon Squad. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast, but you don't know where to look? Anchor is your solution. It's really easy to use, and it's also free, so it's the best of both worlds. You can record the podcast using Anchor's creation tools, or you can upload your audio when you have it all recorded elsewhere, and Anchor will do all the distribution for you. It's really easy, it's really simple, and best of all, it's free. Create your podcast today on anchor.fm. Welcome back, everybody, to the next episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast for another edition of Scooby Snacks and Chats. It's me, the Brazilian Dragon, aka Matches, aka Felipe. What's up, everybody? How's everyone doing? I'm not alone. As always, I am joined by my one and only, my pal, Catherine Evans. Kate, how are you? Hello, everybody. It's me again. I'm back. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I love this movie, spoiler alert. Um, and I'm just excited to catch up with you. We just got off playing a little bit of Amongst Us together. Great time. Goth Queen was killed. And I voted I, for her many times because I think she's always us, regardless of if she's the imposter or not. Wasn't even the imposter any of the times we played. Like, I know. I hate but you're just us. I, I honestly I am because I don't I don't talk. <laughs> yeah. like, Why aren't you talking? And I'm like, I'm just really shy. That's such a lie. You're not shy. I, I am not shy when I'm in a small group of people that I know very well, but like when I don't know anybody. I'm this is Kate. <laughs> yeah, see? This is, that's part of my... my Jamming to my chemical romance. Um, um, the other day I played my chemical romance in the car, obviously, and my mother said, who is this? And I said, my chemical romance. And she said, oh, didn't we see them? Did Man? you? No. Who'd you see? Who do, who was she thinking of? I don't know. I was trying to figure out who she thought we saw. I know I took her to see Green Day once, so I said we saw Green Day, and she said, "Oh no, I know we saw Green Day. That's not it." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, Mom, because the only people I took her to see were like the Jonas Brothers and the Japanese House." So I was like, "I don't know who else." Which of those options? <laughs> Imagine if your mom thought the Jonas Brothers was my chemical romance. I mean, honestly, what's the difference? Um, and then the next day, um, I pulled up again, and she said, um, who is this? And I said, Mom, it's my kind of romance. And she said, we really didn't see them. They don't wear, like, makeup and have, like, tears on their, tears on their face. Ma'am, what band has tears on their face that I took you to see? Please let me know, because I would like to listen, because I don't know who she thought it was. Well, um, maybe Vampire Weekend? I never took her to see Vampire Weekend. Those guyliner bands, you have to think of those. That's who she's thinking well, of. Well, I mean, she, Gerard does wear makeup, so she was right, but I don't know what tears, and I definitely okay. never took it. Well, just to push back on a claim you made a few minutes ago, um, seconds, more like it, but why would you dis disrespect the Jonas Brothers so rudely by saying that they are basically the same thing as My Chemical Romance? The Jonas Brothers are the quintessential boy band of our generation. Don't at me with your One Direction fandom. Well, I was definitely just kidding because they're obviously two completely different bands. I know. I know you were kidding, but I wanted to <laughs> just straight up insert the fact that I love the Jonas Brothers on this podcast. Oh, yes. The Jonas Brothers are absolutely legendary. Especially Nick and Joe in that order. 
Um, Kevin, he, I don't know if he voted for 45, but he definitely isn't super against him like the other two would, I would hope. I actually don't know any of their politics, but Kevin was on The Apprentice, so The Celebrity Apprentice. Um, anyways, do you want to tell the listeners what we're here to do? We are here to discuss the Scooby-Doo movie that we just watched. Scooby-Doo and the Ghoul School. So last week we talked about the Boo Brothers. We were not the biggest fans of it. Uh, we gave it low ratings collectively. It is right now sitting at our worst watched Scooby-Doo content, including the Nutcracker Scoob. Um, yeah, but right. today we're going to be talking about the Ghoul School. And spoilers for my opinions. I love this movie. It was so much better. And I don't know if it's just because of the expectations. I was like, fudge, we have to watch another Scooby-Doo movie. And we're not in the Fred, Daphne, Velma area. And I was also a little scared because I remember loving the Goose School as a kid, but I also loved the Boo Brothers. But we, we start the minute. 10 minutes in, we're moving at a much faster clip. And then as soon as the 10th minute hits, we just move on to this new territory that Boo Brothers wishes they could have achieved. I would solidly agree that this one was the best. I would say the best one we've seen so far. I agree. And that's why I was asking in our, in our text channel with you and me, I was asking, can we change our results from previous, our scores from past movies onto this one? Cause spoiler alert, this is the best one so far, but I don't know. Yeah. I, I was wondering if I could even knock Scooby and the Nutcracker down a few points at least inches of points, but we've already recorded that podcast. We put that podcast out there. So that's why I was asking that to you, but we'll get to it when we get to our points. Um, can we get, did you write down what I asked you to write down while you were watching the movie? The Scooby's jokes. Yes. The ones that you, um, we'll do that at the end, but that I just wanted to make sure honestly, you had that. I was really only fully gotten by those two jokes. Okay. Okay. Those were my favorite. Yeah. We're going to start a thing called Kate Scooby corner. Cause Kate loves Scooby and his dad jokes. Um, do you want to recreate the one from last week that you love so much? Oh, oh. I got to make a call. Which call? call? This one. Help. It was so funny. <laughs> it was just so lame. Like, it was a, such a lame joke, but it cracked It me. knocked you on the floor. So funny to me. I don't know. It just, it just got me. It was like a dad joke. It just got me. You love a good dad joke. I love a good dad joke. Yes. Um, so what do you want to do? Do we want to do the quick recap quickly or do we want to start with anything else? What do you want to start with? Oh, wait. First, let's give everyone a background on this movie. So Scooby-Doo and the Goo School premiered on television October 16th, 1988, almost a year to the day after the Boo Brothers. And oh. it's another Scooby Shacky book. Scooby, Shaggy, Scrappy Adventure, Triple S. No Fred, Daphne, or Velma either. Um, and in this movie, they are introduced to the Ghoul School. Um, again, no traditional monster mystery, like who is it behind the mask? It's a real monster, which I think we have discussed the legitimacy between real monsters and these like science-y invention monsters like behind the mask. But we can have that later. But that's what it is. We meet our five ghouls at the Grimward School, and we have a great time. So that's just a little background on the movie. Catherine, anything to add? No, nothing no? to add. Okay, well, let's get started on this. Um, so let's go through a quick recap, and then we'll hit on our characters and do some more fun stuff. So uh, Triple S is driving to this girl's school because Shaggy is the new gym teacher, 
And Scrappy is like, I love gym. I love going to the gym. And he tries to do some weightlifting and he drops the barbell. Um, and yeah, so then they roll up to this academy. It's the Callaway Academy. Um, and it's a military school. And they're like, this isn't it. They go up to the Grimwood Academy or the Grimwood School for Girls. And they meet the five ghouls, as well as my favorite character of the movie, who I have sole custody over, Matches, Dragon. I'm going to just stop you right there. You do not have sole custody, but I am fully willing to do joint custody. I need Matches. No, he is my pet. baby. No, he is our pet. We can split no, him. I, I offered you a deal offline for you could have Tannis to yourself while I could have Matches. She was so cute. I literally, she was adorable, but I, I can't. I'm willing to do so. Custody, I'm willing to do joint custody of both. We'll have to settle this at the end of the podcast because matches is my child, my baby, uh, my precious being. I need matches. I would like to adopt matches. And I said that on Twitter yesterday, and I didn't see any tweets on you saying that you would like to adopt matches. I don't think I tweeted much. I think I said, "Who's going to be my New Year's Eve kiss?" Yeah. And I responded to your tweet. See, I'm interactive with your Twitter. And you're not interactive with mine. I I sent you a photo of Matthew Lillard. And then I responded. Yes, but you don't interact with my tweets. I see the real homies out there and you're not one of them. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyways, we'll get back to this matches debate later. Um, We also get the hand, who I bet was your favorite character of the movie. I did like the hand. I I did. Yes, the floating hand. And the headmaster, headmistress uh, Grimwood. And yeah, so they meet everyone and we get just, we'll go more in depth with the characters. The five ghouls are Sabella, Count Dracula's daughter, um, Winnie, the Wolfman's daughter, Elsa Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster's daughter, uh, Fanti, aka Phantasma, who is the Phantom's daughter, and uh, Tannis, the mummy's daughter. So those are our five ghouls. Um, and the way they say it is, so I can't do it, but it's they blend girls and ghouls into one word. Goyles, something like that. I can't do it. My mouth doesn't move that way. Um, but that's what we get. And then we get to the boys' school. Oh, sorry. We get a wake-up call, um, and it's matches. Burning Shaggy and Scooby. Um, and then they go downstairs. They get ballet lessons, and there's a piranha. Um, I don't know why I wrote this down. This is irrelevant and i barely remember this already but it was fun it was fun camp like these filler scenes unlike the boo brother scenes were entertaining um so we get some boy school action they're spying on the ghouls uh and the girls have lost volleyball for many years in a row the volleyball match and they want the trophy for tannis's mummy cage um and the boys have won it every year so Shaggy is here to coach them to win the volleyball. Um, and then there's more exercising, running, hunger. Uh, oh, they, there's lots of running. Then they, Shaggy and Scrappy are hungry. They eat lots of rotten foods, which you would think, can we just talk about this for a second? How many times throughout this movie did Shaggy and Scooby eat something that Miss Grimwood gave them? And then midst munch, midst munch, I like the sound of that, but I can't speak. Midst munch. They were told it's something rotten, like sewer water or fungus or crab apples or something like that. 
it happened way too many times than I would have liked. It was a joke that they really just overused there, and I also noticed it, and it was kind of boring after a while, because how did you not, for real? Yeah, no, like, I was like, homies, you know what's up. Why are you doing this? I know. It just um, do you have any thoughts on anything I've said so far? Because we kind of just breathed through, like, a good chunk of the movie right here. No, I feel like you no? Were, no. The fr- okay. I thought the first half of the movie was a bit slow. It was kind of, you said the first I, 10 minutes, but I, I would kind of argue the first half. See, from my recollection, I remember watching the first 45 minutes a lot on TV. And then the second half was fresher to me because I did like, and also ran a little slower because I feel like I didn't watch that part as much. Like, truthfully, I did not remember Revolta as a part of this movie um okay, yeah she was not relevant yeah all. I remember the volleyball match vividly from younger and like remember then I remember the Callaway boys I remember even the bogs but I don't remember Revolta as like part of it but I do remember them getting mind controlled so it's weird your memory I, yeah, I have a lot to say about her yeah um then the boys try to get their volleyball back which they knocked over but matches is like you know mine and just like I am with matches he's mine um and then Okay, let's see what else we have. Uh, vampire gets Scooby pizza. Oh, Isabella. Uh, she gets Scooby pizza and again with the food. Uh, what did she put on the pizza? Like toenails and stuff like that. No garlic, of course. I don't remember what the toppings were. I can only think of the fungus brownies. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the few things I can remember. Um, and then the Witch of the Web Revolta spies on the ghoul school and uh uses her venus eye traps i thought that was a funny pun very dad joke venus eye trap. Really uh-huh. speak for yourself <laughs> oh. says the lady with a centipede on her wall i also have a little flower that has an eyeball in the center and i also called it my venus kate loves trap. creepy things it's actually still in la right now which so. is why i deserve matches because you have so many creepy children in your house you have like a chucky doll you have a goblin baby i don't have a chucky doll I'm not a Chucky fan. I have a, you have a goblin baby. I just need matches. That is terrifying. It's Sam. It's not Chucky. Sam is terrifying. What is Sam for the audience who can't hear this? Well, Sam is from Trick or Treat, the 2008 movie. And he is actually the spirit of Halloween. I think he's 10,000 years old or 100,000 years old. I don't know. He's he's supposed to be incredibly Of all the monsters I've seen in your room before, this one is one of the more adorable ones. However, I would get nightmares. Do you want to see what he looks like when you take his mask off? No, I'm kind of traumatized. Keep your masks on this year, please. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I have a mug. This is a pro-mask podcast. Um, anyways, you want to get back to the movie since you're yeah. trying to traumatize me and give me nightmares? Um, I'll go, I will show you. No, do not, please. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and are friends who do not identify um, do not identify in the binary kate is trying to traumatize me and i need help that is scary that is a shrinking head why are you doing this to me he's a pumpkin no bring me back the plush toy he's a pumpkin and underneath his mask is a pumpkin no 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 no. that's that's a shrunken head that's some creepy shit it's a pumpkin that looks like a skull Okay. It is a skull. Do you not see a skull in it? It's because that's his face. I'm scared. I'm scared. Get that away from me. G- give me Sam. Sam's cute, at least. What is Sam? 
Sam. No, Sam. This is I like I like the Sam. Sam. I don't like the other Sam. Sam with his sack on. He's just like a little he's like a little kid, but he's like 10,000 years old. Sam with his sack on. He's harmless. If you like follow a potato him, sack? He's harmless. It's like a, it's a burlap sack. He's if you just look Is he a prisoner? No, he's It looks like he's wearing a like, prison outfit. He's wearing a prison outfit. No, prison this is like no, this is a onesie. He's he's supposed to be a kid. Did you make him a builder bear? No. <laughs> this is like an actual like it's like a real plush, like by like the actual it's like like Did you go at the Funko store? Did you ever go to the Funko store in LA? No. I, I went with Audrey no. and Wes and Preston and it was a great time. I have a photo of me at the villains, Disney villains lair. And then I got the first two items in my Funko collection. If anyone wants to send me free Funkos, feel free. I will I will happily take them. Um, I have a Lisa and a Maggie Simpson. I want a Bart next if I can get one. I want the whole Simpsons family and then I'll start expanding the universe. Hi. Um, Did you ever see how many Funkos I had in LA? I had, I mean- you had some creepy ones. Diego has some creepy ones too. He has he has Chucky. He sleeps with Chucky at the bed of his head. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? I could never like I had like 25 and I had to leave them there because they didn't fit in my suitcase because they were 25. Like so I know someone who's afraid of Marvin Harry from Home Alone and ET, and I'm not that far, but Chucky is in that list of his greatest fears. And I only have one don't say his name three times. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> I have I have Barb because my friend got me Barb for Christmas. Nobody's going to sit with me when I edit this. And then I'm going to hear it three times. And I'm going to be like, don't get near me. Don't look. I'll say it again. Yeah. Don't, don't you dare. <laughs> but I did watch um, Batman Returns with the Post Show Recaps patrons. Um, and Danny DeVito had some sort of beat on his face. Um, and a whole lot of his booty crack was showing throughout that movie. And I was very uncomfortable. But Danny DeVito and Michael Keaton were in that movie. That's why I brought it up. I did not see it. Oh yeah, you don't like superhero movies. I think you would like the Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor Ragnarok. Otherwise, will you at least when time is? Oh, Spider Man fucks. We stand. Sorry, if there's children listening to that, I love Spider Man. Will you go see the Spider Man three with me when we're living out in L A. and we can go to the movies? And then will you also go see the horror movie, Marvel movie that they're making, Uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? It's going to be a horror genre superhero movie okay because so i know you don't watch the mcu movies but what they like to do in a lot of their movies is genre bend so like it's a superhero movie but through the lens of a different genre like captain america one was like a war like a a period war film uh in world war ii in uh captain america 2 the winter soldier was like a political thriller um in trying to think uh oh Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. It's like a high school movie. Um, I, my mind is lost right now. Okay. Iron um, Man 3 is a Christmas movie. Not really, but it is. It yeah. is a Christmas movie. Don't I mean, at me. Yeah, why not? I feel like, yeah, I feel, yeah. I'm a, come see the horror movie with me. Okay. Because I need someone to hold my hand and um, tell me it's okay at the end of the day. <laughs> okay. Remember movies? <laughs> Remember movies? <laughs> what was the last movie you went to see in theaters? In theaters, um, I know I went to a double feature with um Justine and a couple of other people, oh, Eduardo. Justine, um, Eduardo. The Boy Two, very bad. Would not recommend. Honestly. That's a horror movie, right? Yeah, The Boy. Oh, you went to a horror movie double feature. Yeah, but the first Boy, The Boy, is actually pretty good, but The Boy Two, terrible. Um, and then we saw The Lodge, which was 
very uncomfortable, but like, and, but like, it was good. It was just very yeah. uncomfortable, but it was good. Definitely. I saw three, no, I saw four movies in theaters in um, 2020. The first one was the first night I was in LA. I didn't know anyone or I knew people, but like people were still settling in. I was like, let me go to the movies. And then I had seen Rise of Skywalker already. And I understand that I'm going to get hate because I went to Rise of Skywalker twice in the theaters. And I know people don't like that movie, but I was advertised laser and vibrating seats in that theater, which they did not have. Well, no, that's a lie. They did vibrate a little bit during some fights, the seats, but I thought it was going to be like a laser show. And I was very disappointed. So I went to see that. I had an AMC subs pass. So I got to see, it was, I love the AMC stuff's past and I miss yeah, it so much. I got one for LA too and it was so <laughs> worth yeah. it. And then next time I went to the movies, I went with someone we both know the night that they and their significant other broke up and they were sad and in their feelings and they went to see Knives Out for the fourth time and I went to see it for the first time. Do you know who I'm talking about or no? Yeah, I just, I really okay. had that through, yeah. Yeah, and I love Knives Out and uh, Anna de Armas queen Anna de Armas sorry let's, let's that was a good movie that. That was yes really movie. um I, I really enjoyed before. it we saw that before. I saw that before LA. I know it released in November but I had never oh. had a chance to see it because life was hard I had a job in the fall semester and, that makes sense know. I was just checking the timeline I was just confused and then what else did I see in the theaters I then went and I ran into Angel shouts to Angel if you're listening to this and that's where we really connected because we knew each other at BU but then like we only started really, really, really getting close after LA when I would hang out with her there. Um, we went to, I saw her, she was going to see um, Little Women and I was going to see Sonic the Hedgehog. It was a Saturday morning. Very different, <laughs> Very different movies, but I had a blast at Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you seen Sonic the Hedgehog yet? No, it did I think not. you would enjoy yeah. it. I, I think like, you would enjoy it. It's like a buddy cop movie so. in the, in the. Is it, is it bad? Like I really like bad movies. I love watching the Jim Carrey. Okay, I had, this is gonna get me heat, but the Jim Carrey scenes were very like bad, bad, over the top, dramatic, campy, um, like bad. But um, I enjoyed Sonic the Hedgehog, the parts with Sonic in it. Um, and then the last movie I saw in theaters, we went to Universal City Walk to see it, and we saw Onward. And then we went to a Mexican oh, restaurant in City Walk. I wanted and to do that. Do you not have Disney Plus? It's on Disney I just Plus. Did watch have it. you seen Soul yet? No, but everybody says I I like love Catherine. Sir, do you want to watch Soul after this? Um, yeah, okay. You have work in the morning though. I don't know if you watch uh, it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it depends on how long the podcast goes because the movies probably not. Yeah, because we're rambling. Do you want me to speed it up? Is that what you're saying? No. <laughs> sorry, I ramble, listeners. I am sorry, and Kate is offended that I ramble, but I'm just well, gonna be me out here. With you. I know. Okay, where were we in the movie? The eye trap. That's where we were. The Venus eye trap. So Colonel Calloway get goes over to arrange the volleyball match at fourteen hundred hours, and Scooby and Shaggy are like, "Yep." And then uh, Scrappy is like, "Me, me, 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 me." Yeah, fourteen hundred hours is in one hour because that's military time. I'm like, "Fuck off, Scrappy." Scrappy was annoying me in this movie. Mm-hmm. Full transparency. I was like, "Okay." I was trying to justify you, but this movie, you were back on your bullshit. And at this point, I'm already going to make this an explicit podcast. Don't listen to this with your children. Um, the ghouls <laughs> do scarobics, which I loved. I love that pun. That was scarobics. Fun. And they uh, exercise um, with the chains. They do like pulling pulley system chains in their dungeon. 
Um, whereas the boys prep to keep the trophy. And uh, during the exercise, Scooby falls in the shark infested water and the girl, the girls join um, while Revolta watches and then they all get rid of the sharks and they start the volleyball match, which ends up being a close game. The boys end up at one point putting a remote control on the ball, but then it gets in Scooby's mouth somehow. Was it was it the ketchup line that he eats the hot dog and the ball goes in his mouth or something? Um, the ketchup line was during volleyball. How did the remote get in his mouth? Oh, the remote gets in his mouth, not the ball. Yeah, the remote, because then, because the boys were trying to sabotage. I think, I think it, I don't remember how it got in his mouth. Yeah, honestly, I watched this movie two days ago, and Kate watched it last night, and I was just scribbling down beat by beat, kind of like the gist of the movie, because I want to talk about the characters on their own. I think we had a great podcast last week, um, so I wanted to kind of replicate that kind of style. Uh, anyways we it's very competitive throughout but then it's 20 to 19 and ghouls get the last point because uh the boys the i think the remote control in scooby's mouth like messes up um and tannis is very happy she's very happy and puts the trophy in her mummy case and then there's an open house later that night so they're preparing it uh triple s are scared of the dads but they warm up to count dracula the wolfman the mummy Frankenstein's monster and the phantom and they all each of the girls give their dads a present so let's go through the presents real quick um Winnie the werewolf gives a juicer for lemons for the were for the wolf man to make bitter lemon juice or something right and I like that it was like the what's that thing called with like the chest with the with the stabby things in there what like the icicle stabby things on the top of the chest like, you know, it was in there. Okay, whatever. That was how she squeezed the lemons. You, the stabby things in the in the, in the the box. She put stabby oh. things on the top and the bottom. Oh, it was in a, it was in the coffin. Yeah. It's on a coffin. It's the, I remember this now. I, it's the, okay, I'm following you. Okay, um, we'll move on anyways while Kate oh, deals oh. with her struggling. It's actually thoughts. a torture device. Yeah. Oh. Okay, oh, well, thing. That was yeah, device. anyways, Sabella gets a bat robe for the vampire and for matches. She thought of my king, how cute! It's an Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden. Okay, um, but what'd you think of the bat robe that she it made for funny. matches? My child, it was funny, matches my child. Let's just be clear. Um, no. anyways, uh, she uh, Elsa gets a shocker for Frankenstein's monster. Uh, to shock his bolts. Uh, Tannis gets a mummy coffin fright light for the mummy, which is so adorable um, to see in the mummy case. And then uh, Fancy performs a composition for Phantom with the hand, and it's lots of fun. And the dads all leave after the party, and all of them give Shaggy a warning to take care of the ghouls. Like, yeah. very intimidating dad, dad like, taught. It's like he's their boyfriend or something. Yeah, I, it was very dad-like uh, that that was a little weird because it did kind of remind me of those type of talks but yeah he's their gym teacher also yeah also can we talk about the fact that shaggy's a gym teacher yeah that was also very strange um it also just didn't make any sense i don't know do you think they went straight from the beauregard mansion to um yes the ghoul school yes why not there's some like weird ass road trip that fred daphne and velma are like out on the beach somewhere ignoring them 
Well, do they even know Scooby and Shaggy at this point? Yeah, because this is after Nutcracker Scoob and Hollywood Scoob. So they know them, like, in the canon. Right, right. Come on, Catherine. Our unless first movie introduced them all. this is a prequel. This is not a prequel. I doubt it. Okay, listeners, if this is a prequel, you can at me. Otherwise, at I'm tears you apart on Twitter. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying unless. Okay. Um, so yeah, so this is the Revolta arc of the movie. Revolta sends the spider bat to mind control Shaggy in the middle of the night, and Scooby wakes up many times seeing the bat, and he's like, Raggy, look! That's a terrible Scooby-Doo impression. I apologize all. Um, Raggy, there's a, there's a bat, and Shaggy's like, Zoink, Scoob! I, I, I'm doing terrible, Kate, take over. Oh, you're, you're doing a good job. I don't do well impressions. Um, I have some for a later date. I'll save them for you off air. Um, but anyway, so the bats there puts a mind controlled headphones on Shaggy and Shaggy is told to go take the girls to uh, Baron Bog and, on a field trip. So the boys go to do their training there too. And the ghouls go on a field trip and they go play the grim creeper and the spider bats get Winnie um, in the shack that Revolta sent. And Winnie convinces Fanti to get caught. Elsa and Tannis help the boys when they get in quicksand. And Tannis is sad that she hasn't had a chance to play in quicksand um, like that. And then, so they help them. And that's going to come back before Elsa and Tannis get caught in the shack. And Sabella leads Triple S to that little shack. But the shack flies away when with the four other girls. And the spider bats get caught, uh, catch um, Sabella while she's chasing after them in bat form and triple S and matches are like, let's go. Also uh, headmistress Grimwood did not let matches go on the field trip, but he snuck off like the King that he is. And he saved the day. You love him. See if that's because he's my child. He did that. Listen, why can't we share him? Because he's so precious. That he needs to be mine. Love. I told you, you can have Tannis. Why can't I have both? Because I want matches. He's my baby. Fine, we can have both. We can share. Yes, sharing. Sharing is caring. I'm going to lawyer up and try to get you out of the, the agreement, though, sometime. Oh. I. Fine. Okay, I we can share. We can side. share. I have Larry on my But side. I get to hang out with matches more. Fine. You can have them. And matches gets to blow up Sam. Blow torch, Sam. <laughs> okay. I get to tell matches to blow torch your creepy things. Why? Like you're saying, sorry, this is me, and I feel like the skull is creepy. Also, have this. Oh, that's so creepy. <laughs> that the purple people eater. This. He's an alien. He's got three eyes. And now he's a purple people eater. Okay, I honestly thought he might be for a second but that's one-eyed one horn he's got two three-eyed two horn purple yeah. giant purple people eater he's a different breed and um i have a dragon it's that's not, not a dragon that's a giant heart oh it's a dragon okay those can stay but the centipede goes wait but what about this one can she stay no <laughs> Holy shit, that was so scary. 
<laughs> that was scary. <sighs> Chat nine eight seven six five four three two. <laughs> that was not okay, Kate. Because of that, I get full custody of matches again. <laughs> How dare you? That was traumatizing. <laughs> was it too scary? It was. Okay, sorry. Sad. Anyways, so the girls get caught. Triple S follow. And they go to Revolta's castle. And Scrappy and Matches make a contraption that get them to fly through the canyon that they miss. Um, and then they're in the mansion, in Revolta's castle. What? Do not do Catherine, I'm afraid of, I'm afraid of clowns. Why are you trying to hurt me like this? My room is I no longer regret voting for you in Among Us. <laughs> you're so mean. You're trying to scare me. I scare easily. Hey, I won't scare you. Talk to me about Revolta's mansion. Well, I, I my heart rate goes down. There. <laughs> I actually live there. Um, I'm renting it from her from an Airbnb. I live there, but she did not leave me that spider bat. Um, that thing was horrifying. I really I love bats. And I really hate spiders. So that combination was just not working for me. Oh, yeah. Kate hates spiders. But you like the little headphones. Would you wear those web headphones? No. I wouldn't wear anything at all related to any kind of spider. I hate them. But you like Spider-Man. I can do snakes. Obviously, centipedes with my giant centipede on my wall. I mean, I can do scorpions. I have the scorpion tattoo. I can do whatever. But spiders, for some reason, I just have too many problems with them, and it doesn't work. But you like Spider Man. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't love him, but I think he's the best superhero of them. Okay. Well, speaking of spiders, uh, Revolta reveals that she wants to revoltize the girls at midnight. Um, and then Sh Scooby runs into the mirror monster and is scared and tells Shaggy to protect him. And then Shaggy gets swapped with the mirror monster who goes to hunt down Scooby. Scooby disguises as a mummy, pretending to be Tannis. Um, and Revolta drops uh, Triple S and matches in the moat uh, after the mummy, after the, after the mirror monster is put back in the mirror, right? Because right. why did the mirror monster run back to the mirror? I don't remember. Something scared him. I think, yeah. So he was like, F this. I'm going back in the mirror. Um, so Calloway, the Calloway boys are sleeping and they're like, we need to go help the girls because they helped us out of the quicksand. Um, and anyways, so Triple S are in the moat and the well dweller attacks them. I really like that that scene where uh, the Crim Creeper opened the door to the moat just so Scooby could shoot through. And then he opened it wider and the other three fell in. I like I like about those design. military boys. What? I want to talk about the military boys. Okay, pop off. What the heck was that all about? I hated them the whole time and I never wanted them to try and be redeemed in the end. They I hated the colonel but other than that i felt like the the boys were pretty okay for the most part no like obviously they're gonna grow up to be trash but yeah um we'll talk more about the military boys we have a character section to do um then 
where are we? Okay, so the well dweller and then Scrappy. Where did Scrappy get a ball from? I don't remember. He had a ball. He threw it at the well monster and then used it to get the well dweller to like make a ladder for them to climb up on his back. And then and then they flew away. And yeah, they cl- climbed to the top. And then, um, yeah, so they find Revolta's lab and Scooby and Shaggy knock the girls out of their, uh, their hair salon uh, mind control machines. Um, so they block the mind control except for Fancy. Fancy's still in there. Um, and Revolta makes Scooby a frog. The Callaway boys help and Matches helps. And then Tana steals the wand, makes Scooby into a dog again after they mess up the potion and Fanti isn't mind controlled. And then Revolta and Gremlin fall when the Callaway boys carry everyone out because Sabella can't carry them one at a time out the castle. So the Callaway boys take them back to the mansion Revolta and Gremlin try to chase after them, but they explode with the mansion that Kate tried to rent on Airbnb, but it doesn't exist anymore. One star. Yeah. Also, how would you rent it if Revolta isn't there? One star. One star. Okay. And then we're almost done with the movie. And then this is really where I solidified who I'm giving my LVP point to. We get scrappy rapping (laughs) at the end. (laughs) And he, he's introdu- he's telling us about all how the Callaway boys and the girls are friends. The dads are happy. They saved it to the end. I don't know. I tried to make a rhyme there. But then we get introduced to three new students. The creature of the Black Lagoon kid, Godzilla's kid, and a baby alien. I thought it was a dinosaur at first. And then Shaggy's like, nope. And he yeets the hell out of there with Scooby and, Tra- and Scrappy. And they run away. And poor Matches gets left behind when I wanted him. I know. We just got to go back and pick him up. Yes. Um, And that's the end of the movie. Any thoughts on any scenes that we didn't hit on? We can talk more about the characters in depth in a second. Um, I think that I was a bit disappointed in the fact that there wasn't a mystery to solve. Yeah. I mean, I assumed... Did you get a point? What, What did you say the culprit was? We can just do this now. Oh, okay. I said it was Revolta, no big mystery sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, I knew it was thought. nobody was like, like, about halfway through, and I was like, who even would they be? Because the Revolta wasn't even shown until really late, honestly. And I was like, the only thing is maybe that she could be the, oh, I can't remember her name, but the, the keeper of the ghoul school. The, the oh, old Miss lady. Grimwood? Yeah, I was like, maybe she could be her, but that was, there was nobody else to throw me off, so it was just clearly not even a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is just, um, yeah, there's no mystery here. So we each get a point. Yay us. Yay me, as London Tibson would say. Yeah. Um, do you want to do characters first, or do you want to talk about the legacy of the, the movie first? Let's do Because like, I have something on the legacy. Okay. Let's do the so I have an order that I want to go in. Let's start with our triple S. Hit me with one of them. Who do you want to start with? Of the three. Scooby. Scooby, my king. Scooby. Uh, talk about Scooby in this movie. He Catherine. had two good liners this time. Usually he's only got one, and they're really good because they're the only memorable line. Yeah, can we do Kate's yeah. Scooby Corner right now? Yeah, he had two of them this time. 
Um, I actually don't even remember the first one, but the one that made me laugh so hard. So let me just find it in our text chain really quickly. Um, While you do that, let me tell you all that I love Scoobert. He had me laughing multiple points. I think they really realized what was great with Scooby. They probably isolated that one clip of uh, who are we going to call? Help. Or uh, what call? This call. Help. I feel like that played well with audiences. So they're like, let's get more Scooby shenanigans in here. Uh, Scooby made me laugh so many times. I loved it. And I'm very glad that he was the star of this movie. And even though Shaggy was the vehicle that got them to the goal school, he really was the MVP of the movie for me. And spoiler alert, he's getting my MVP point. So I don't, I don't have the exact quote, but one of the girls was introducing herself to Scooby and she was like, hi, I'm so-and-so. I just don't remember who it was. And then he goes, and I'm out of here. It was a certain <laughs> but I cried yeah. It was so funny. And me. then the other one? One was so funny when Shaggy was like, we have to go catch up and Scooby was like, on the oh, volleyball yeah. court. Yeah, and he puts ketchup on his hot dog and that's not the ketchup he meant. It was just funny to me. Yeah, that, I love Scooby. Anything else on Scooby or do you want to move on to our next character uh, besides that we love him? I think that is the, big, the biggest thing that I wanted to say about Scooby was that he was hilarious. I'm a big Scooby fan, so I co-signed that. Uh, do you want to do Shaggy or Scrappy? Let's do Shaggy. Shaggy, like in the last movie, he was basically the plot device that introduced us to all these shenanigans. Um, Shaggy didn't really do much for me. He That mirror monster was scary. Um, and he looked like Shaggy. So besides that, like Shaggy didn't have any great lines um, like Scooby did, but he wasn't horrendous and like boring. Like he wasn't, um, he wasn't horrendous in, like he was in the Halloween, not the Halloween one, the Hollywood one. And he was a little more interesting than he was in the last one because this movie is more interesting. What yeah, about you, Shaggy? Okay. He, was, he was a bit more interesting in this one. He didn't really stand out, but I had no issues at, I no issues. He was fine. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Scrappy, hit me with your Scrappy thoughts. He was annoying. He was really annoying. I think he is just irritating. Yeah. No, I agree. He he is uh, sorry, I got a text and I was trying to read that. <laughs> um, not because I don't love you, Kate, because I was like what is happening here? Um, so Scrappy was a lot more useful last movie. He was very needed for the clues and he wasn't as much of a pain in the ass as he was in this movie. He was very know-it-all in this movie and not in a fun way. Like, and he wasn't necessary there and he wasn't even good with matches. He, I'm going to be real. I, I wanted to go pick up matches from his play date with Scrappy and be like, get away from him. You fiend, get away from him. So yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on Scrappy. Yeah, um, he, there was one point, so, I don't remember his line, but it was such like a pick-me type of line, and it was really lame. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to give you an option. Do you want to do the villains or the military school next? Let's do the military school next. Okay, Kate wants to get it over with. Okay, do, the Callaway cadets. Let's start with Colonel Callaway. You go off. Oh, they all blended together. He was my least favorite. I just didn't like them as a whole, the whole military thing. As soon as I introduced them and I was like, boo. And then they made it seem like they were not the good guys. And I was like, yeah, that sounds right. And then they gave them this whole redeeming arc in the end. And we're like, oh, well, maybe we'll be nice now. I don't yeah. know. I just didn't like them. I, I did appreciate 
the touch of diversity. We had Miguel and Jamal. It wasn't all white cadets, at least. Um, that said, I don't remember. Go ahead. I wish they were Boy Scouts. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. That, but it wasn't they weren't military kids like i just didn't like it i wish that they were boy they were very boy scouts yeah i think that would have been so much better if they were just like little boy scouts camping in but the there was one line that i didn't know if it was one of the white characters or if it was miguel himself who said something like uh i don't remember it was it was a spanish line it was like gracias miguel or something or like i caramba or something i don't know they said something that was like okay it's just like what is happening here but besides that like they the only one that really had identity like they all had unique identity identities um tug was the leader the blonde kid um grunt was the chunky boy and i identified with grunt as a fellow chunky boy um and then baxter was the short ginger kid who really had no role in the movie i don't know why he was there um the other ones all had more of their unique personalities um yeah tug looked like a mini fred i feel like i don't know <laughs> it's fred's cousin that's actually how they met fred. maybe yeah so let's hit on our villains um revolta talk to me um, about revolta i i had no problems with her like i thought she was fine but i just felt like her whole she didn't show up until so late in the movie that the movie was practically over by the time her whole yeah thing was going like they on. dropped her in in points that like to set her up but then like her whole arc was the second half whereas the Callaway cadets were the first half um I thought Revolta would have been fun on her own movie but I felt like it was a little bit like too much but at the same time this movie was pretty good so what happens if you take her away would it just be the volleyball kids I don't know yeah, I mean <clears throat> the whole way that the movie ended was totally involved with her so like I got it but I felt like they should have made her way more involved in yeah. this somehow this felt like a little bit like those like shows with uh one part the first half being one complete standalone episode and the second half being a complete standalone episode it wasn't quite that because the Callaway cadets were involved but like you could have had the first half being the volleyball stuff and then the second half being revolta purely and it could have been like two different episodes you know honestly i agree with you i agree that it felt like two different episodes but somehow blended into one exactly um let's talk about the grim creeper that green squash thing with legs oh that thing was weird but i liked it i liked him the best out of the villains um besides the well dweller obviously um because the well dweller was like a giant dog but yeah the uh, grim creeper uh any thoughts on him besides that he was a fun addition no thoughts i liked him yeah um he was more interesting than revolta to me um the mirror monster talk to me about the mirror monster i feel like that's an interesting villain for like some show or movie to bring back like like the concept and obviously like they had it in scooby-doo so they have to like give credit but i feel like they don't utilize like scary mirrors enough besides like funhouse mirror and then the cinderella not cinderella snow white mirror i i liked him but i didn't think it was anything new like oh do they do that in horror movies since i don't watch them as we established like, mm-hmm. do they do they ever have, like, mirror sort of, like, shenanigans happening in horror movies? Like, where, like, you look in the mirror and it's, like, the evil version of yourself? It, it happens. Um, But more, like, it's more common that it's just, like, the, an actual ghost that's behind you. Or or if you, it's, like, your mind playing tricks. But it's not usually yourself in the mirror. That's, it's, I mean, yeah. it happens. They always, it, I honestly think it's more common that they do the fake mirror the one it's early it's always early on in the movie 
and the person's like in the bathroom and then they shut like the cabinet mirror door and they make they like play that loud sound so you so like you jump but there's actually nothing there yeah i think that the fake mirror one is is the most common mirror thing that they do i mean it's just it's fine i just think it's cliche but it's it's still good i i get scared in the mirror still yeah oh that scares you but those creepy things in your room don't no okay that's interesting. Anyways, the well dweller and the spider bats. Any comments on them besides the spider bats that you don't like? I like the spider bats. They were kind of cute, but I don't want one. They were. It was my 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 distaste for spiders aside. It was a good idea to mix the two animals together. I did think that was cool. I just don't like spiders, so I think I would have appreciated like a scorpion bat more or a centipede bat. You know, a, a centipede with wings, like bat wings. I don't know. I don't like spiders, so that's where my issue was understandable yeah and the well dweller any thoughts on the well dweller no a plus he was very happy i like that happiness is very important these days um yeah okay the grimwood let's talk about the dads before we get to the headmistress um count dracula any thoughts on count dracula like being involved do you want to talk about the dads as a whole like what did you think of the dads the dads were kind of like almost like one character i mean they were obviously slightly different because they were you know from their from like the actual monsters you know the, the classic monsters and i thought yeah. that was really fun but they were they weren't meant to be they weren't meant to be dynamic characters or anything but i liked them i thought they were fun i thought it was fun i feel like the only one with the personality was count dracula um yeah. and the phantom had a cool look i like the phantom's look like animation wise um daughter gave dracula the coat and he was in the mirror but you can only see the coat flying yeah i love that that was a fun little gag um have you ever watched hotel transylvania the franchise i did i watched the first one and i didn't see the second or the third i've only seen the second one ironically but um it was on freeform this fall and i watched it i really like it yeah um what uh i think they definitely had more dynamic personalities in that one obviously but they also that was a vehicle for them to shine it wasn't a vehicle for the dads to shine it was for the kids to shine in this one um i agree so yeah, let's talk about the Grimwood school. Uh, let's talk about Miss Grimwood first, the headmistress. I liked her. I was nervous because you know in those movies the headmistress is always terrible, but actually she was. Yeah. Really cool. She was very friendly. I wish she had more to do. Like I feel like she was very background, and I I want to see more of her power set besides like making weird food. Did she have any powers like spells or anything or no? Not that I remember. She was sus to me in the beginning though. As as soon as I showed her, I was like, uh, I don't know how. Yeah. To but yeah, a much better really like background, her. like household character than Farquaad in the last movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like she, really she like would her. definitely treat the girls well. Um, and then, do you have a ghoul that you want to talk about first? Yeah, I um, I can't remember her name. Um, but the but Dracula's daughter, Sabella. Yeah, I liked her the most because I felt like I wanted to be her. Okay, so talk about her look. Give us a little bit for those who haven't watched the movie in a while. Like a fashion icon. She, She's purple. She was purple. She dressed the nines all the time. She was um, a little bit preppy, but like. Yeah. But like she not- had, what's the, is it a lilt in her voice? She had that thing that, an affect. She definitely was putting on an affect in her voice. Yeah, sounds right. Um, She was, when she was decorating, she was hanging up skeletons everywhere, and I really felt like I wanted to be her. And she's transitioned to bats 
all the time. She like switched back and forth. Yes. Um, I this is a mild spoiler since we're about to talk about them. But I love all the five of the girls. They all had unique identities, and I love that like even though they were all different, they all like were relatable in some aspect. If that makes sense. Like they all had something that you could relate to. Like they all like represent. Like Sabella was like sense of identity and like she knew herself and Winnie was like very um like brave and courageous and then Fancy was like independent and unique or no not like she because Sabella knew herself the best but Fancy like didn't care I'm trying to distinguish them like she like was outrageous and didn't care and they were all they all had their own personalities and they were very different from each other but they also had like this intrinsic quality in each of them that like is inspiring for like i guess like the kids that are watching like be you can be this and this like i i I got like vibes from that like i don't know if it was intentional or not but i liked it i think it might have been intentional or at least if they noticed it they like they like probably fleshed that out yeah um but besides sabella like she she saves the day by accidentally knocking in the po- the poison into the the sp- spell when she's a bat and chasing after Scooby as a frog, right? And then, um, yeah, she's the one who like tells Shaggy and Scooby where the girls are, and even though she gets captured, she like finds them. So, shouts to Sabella. Do you have a next character you want to talk about in the girls, or do you want me to throw one out? Um, I liked Tannis next. Uh. I love Tannis. Tannis is my queen. I wanted to put her next to Matches, though, so we'll come back to Tannis. Okay. Because um, Matches, spoiler alert, is going to be the last character we talk about. Cause, <laughs> uh, do you want to do Winnie, Elsa, or Fancy next? Well, um, let's do Elsa. Elsa. So Elsa, like, her characteristics, she had, like, this very, like, deep kind of, what's the growly voice compared to others? And she was, like, she definitely talked slower. She was supposed to be, like, Frankenstein. Um, she was the like technician of the group, right? She created the shocker and she, she like designed a few different things. She was definitely smart, but like she talked slow. Um, cause I think that's like the play on the Frankenstein of it all. Like Frankenstein created his monster through science. Uh, I liked her a lot. Like, again, I like her, I like the, the look. I think she's very unique, like the most unique in the look. Like I remembered her the most, um, of the, no, I, went, I remember Winnie the most. So I'm talking in circles. Talk to me about Elsa. Um, I thought she reminded me a lot of, of a lot of kids I went to high school with. Um, but I liked her. How so? She just, I can't even describe it, honestly, without having attended my high school. But she was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I liked her. She was very unique, and I loved her. We stand. That was um, in the most famous Elsa until Elsa from Frozen. I don't know. This one is more famous. To you. To me. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Winnie. Um, Winnie, I love that she was such a go-getter. She wanted to fight everyone. I feel like she, she was definitely like the aggressive one in the volleyball game. And I loved her. I feel like we didn't get enough Winnie in the movie. I feel like she was one of the of the five girls. I think her and Fanty got kind of shafted the most in terms of the edit i agree we could have um, used content yeah so i was sad we didn't get more winnie but 
I love Winnie. And unfortunately for her, she was the last, the first one to get mind controlled, but it happens sometimes. Sometimes somebody has to be first. Yeah. And I mean, that meant more screen time for her. And that's kind of like less screen time for her because she was already mind controlled. So tragic, but we stand. Any thoughts on Winnie? No, no, no thoughts. She was nice. We liked her. We did. Um, and then we have Fanti. Fanti I loved. I stand Fanti. I identified with Fanti being like a crazy mess that she is. She gave me Monique Hart vibes for anyone who gets that reference. Um, she was very like March of the Beat of Her Own Drum. She was a musician. She very wacky. She liked to spin her head in circles and Scooby tried to do the same thing. Um, I love Fanti. I'm a big Fanti fan. And I love the look. I love like the like, what's that called? The hairstyle with like, it's like a quaff. Is that, a, is that the name? I will have to look that up. I've never heard of that. Like, you know, she had like the side shave with like the very like high, like, like flowy uh, thing. Yeah, on the I know what you're saying. Yes. What do you think of Phantasma? She was fun, but I think she might've been the least memorable to me. I, before watching this, I would have said the same thing. I was like, because I remembered the other four first yeah, before her. Was fun. I do like her. Yeah. So I enjoyed her. And then, okay. Our child, Tannis. Tannis. Talk about she Tannis. Adorable. She was just adorable. She was fun. Yeah. She was cute. I love that she like, whether intentional or unintentional, the tape, the toilet paper was stuck on her, her the volleyball. And then she served it and then she threw it back or like they hit it and then they like she hit it out of bounds or something that was supposed to be somehow related to the remote i didn't i remember watching that and i didn't know why they thought that could be related to the to the remote but the guy had like i'm pretty sure he had just pressed the button right before that happened oh it was somehow related i just don't actually understand i thought it was because the because you could see the, the the tape on it still like her well, I thought there were, it was i thought it was about the same time though that, that the boys were sad yeah, they might have been a, two different things that like were just so blurred together that they were similar um but anyways we stand her and like she was so cute with the little bow on her head yeah she was so cute she was the baby of the group so precious and i love that scooby and shaggy get trapped in the thing and they then you see the little eyes and then they freak out and then she's like i want a little trophy for my trophy case <laughs> adorable um and now, the main event. Why you all came to listen to this podcast. My child matches. Okay. If you so, say so. Let me just describe who matches is. Matches is the little dragon baby who breathes fire. And he's just like, nya, 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 I don't want to do this. Like, he speaks very grumbly. Nya, 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 I'm going to keep the ball. Like, and... He's just so adorable and he breathes fire and he saves the day and we stand. And I show, I sent Kate a photo of this. I saw someone last night tweet that she had a tattoo of matches. Excuse you. She, see, I'm boring Kate with discussion no. of matches. This is why I get ownership. No, it was because I was up late. Matches. Oh, what was my wording? Matches. Oh, Matches was always trying to be grumpy and unlikable, but honestly, how could you not love him? I absolutely love Matches, and I would like people to send me plush Matches if they want to be nice to me. I wonder if they make those, do they? Can you look it up while I transition? So yeah, that's our characters. Um, 
And then at, at the end, we also got the alien creature from the Black Lagoon and Godzilla. I'm surprised there wasn't a dinosaur baby in there. I thought one of them was. Um, so what did you, any other critters from like more kid-friendly horror stuff that should have been included? Um, I thought it was fun that they actually included some new characters that were going to come along. Yeah. But I picked really good ones too to, to do. I'm fancy and I'm out of here. <laughs> That's so funny. I just love Scooby-Doo's dad jokes. Yes. There's no matches. So, what? Oh, there's no matches? No. We'll make one. Um, anyway, so before we talk about some housekeeping that we have to do here, um, we got to discuss the OKKO OK Let's Be Heroes episode with the ghouls from Scooby-Doo, which aired in 2018. So if you want to give me, Kate, talk a little bit to the audience while I pull up the Wikipedia page for this thing. About what? I was looking up matches. Okay, can you talk to the audience while I look something up? Yes. About what? Um what talk about. Uh I don't know. Talk about talk about anything. Scooby Doo. Oh man. Okay, I found it anyways. Um wait. Uh so in 2018, Monster Party, uh the twenty-seventh episode of season two of OKKO, okay Let's Be Heroes aired and it features care it's a halloween episode that features the five ghouls from scooby-doo and the ghoul school um girls yeah the five girls um and i can't find a plot thing um and then let me find the scooby-doo link do and the ghoul school okay yeah so um unfortunately they were uh the four uh, th- only three of the original voice actresses returned. Russie Taylor as Phantasma, Susan Blue as Sabella, and Pat Music as Elsa Frankentine um, returned. But unfortunately, uh, Marilyn Schreffler, who had voiced Winnie in the original, passed away um, before the Ghoul School movie was released. So not even before. So the this movie that we watched was released post posthumously posthumously oh my god how old was this person she was 42 oh my god um her last voice acting role was the voice of winnie werewolf for the animated tv film scooby-doo and the ghoul school which aired posthumously in 1988 she passed away in january 1988 so yeah very tragic uh let's see does it say liver cancer unfortunately um so our heart is with her and her family. But um, the reason Tannis didn't return is because she had retired from voice acting. Um, Tannis, the actress for Tannis is still alive. She is 84 years old. Um, yeah, but they both of those women were replaced by Natalie Palamides and uh, Kristen Lee. So... Yeah, so they they showed up. It was a Halloween episode. Uh, Scooby and Shaggy do not appear. They're briefly referenced according to this Wikipedia article. Um, Yeah, so I'm trying to... Oh, and unfortunately, I just found out Rusty Taylor, who played Phantasma, passed away on July 26, 2019, one day before my birthday. Mm. I'm sad now. Um, Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they brought, they brought 
to see apparently the model sheets for the girl school girls were incorporated into this episode and i don't know it's just a it's a fun uh little nod to scooby-doo culture that they brought them back and i feel like a lot of uh millennials love this movie it's very popular i looked on twitter and people love it um so i feel like of the what people call the red shirt shaggy era this is the best one by far and speaking of best one do you want to do scores or do you want to do lvp and lvp or what lvp and mvp okay let's do that i already have mine so you go first i feel like we might we might have the same one yeah Go first. So my MVP is going to be Scooby because of his jokes. I think he was really funny. And this time he had two jokes that really got me, which is his current record. Previously was one, but he always has one every episode. Um, And then my LVP is going to be Scrappy. He just was really annoying this time. He added nothing to the plot and I think everything about him is annoying and i would like him to be off the show soon yeah no i had the same exact one scooby made me laugh the most he was the biggest uh supporter of the ghouls like shaggy was more of a plot device but didn't have any major funny lines or utility he was also stuck in the mirror for 10 minutes um (laughs) whereas scooby was like being chased by that monster so scooby all around gets my mvp point and scrappy yeah he was just annoying he didn't bring anything besides the clues last week but then this week he didn't have anything and i can't even just reward smartness because if you're an ass about being smart then you don't deserve my mvp point or you don't deserve missing out on getting the lvp point scrappy you are annoying and matches need to be taken away from you um so yeah so in terms of our culprit game just to update that i'm saying the culprits were revolta slash none and you said, what, should we just say none or should we just say Revolta? I just said none because we usually do. Like, I know that even though this one was different than the Hollywood one, because this one at least had a villain, this wasn't yeah. like a guess who the villain is. Yeah. So um, We need to change the name then because it's not culprits. It's like the mystery, the mystery game. Okay. So we could, we could say mystery culprit. Yeah. So anyways, the score is Kate is still leading. But now it's two to three instead of one to two. Because we both got a point. And if you think that's cheap, then you can at me. But I don't care. Um, so, yeah. And then scores. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Uh, you go first because you always end up changing my mind a little bit. Okay. Just to clarify, are we allowed to change past podcast scores or no? I say no. But if you okay. can make an argument, I will definitely listen. so let me just explain why i'm thinking this because my first gut was to rank this a four but then when i was looking at the spreadsheet when preparing for this podcast mm-hmm. i saw that i gave the nutcracker scoop before and maybe it was just because of where we were but i think this is a substantially better piece of media than the nutcracker scoop for starters the nutcracker scoop did not have velma for second even though this one doesn't have fred mm-hmm. daphne and velma it's a better movie. I enjoyed it more. And I think it like plays on nostalgia plus that. So I wanted to give it the same score. I wanted to give it a four, but comparing them to this one is clearly higher. So I just need to know, do I have to make this one a higher score or do I, am I allowed to change it in past? Well, my first question would be, 
why can't you give it a higher score? Is there a reason that you really, really feel like it's not like a 4.25 or you don't, you, it's really not a 4.5? So, cause if I'm, if I give it a, if I have, if I can't change the score, I'm going to give this a 4.25. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, what's going to happen if I can't change it. But the reason is I think there's higher highs than this that don't quite get the five, the 4.5, the 4.75, mm-hmm. but they might be a 4.25. I'm just trying to think of the future, but I also want to stay grounded in right now too. So, right. So I know there's some great ones coming up. So what if, what if, what if we change past scores? What would you give the nutcracker one? I would bump it down to 3.5 and this one would be a four. What's the next highest movie and what's, what's, what did you give it? The next highest movie in my scores or in commute? It's the same thing. It's uh, I gave Scooby goes Hollywood a 1.5 and I stand by that. And I gave Boo Brothers a 0.75. I say, I say, because we really don't have a big pool of films to pick from quite yet, that I think I will allow, and I will agree we can change okay. the previous score. But I feel like it. I should- can also throw this out there. Do you want to wait until we're done and then we can revisit the scores and edit? Do like one last editing job. Because that like could be like in like many months, and I could forget all this. No, I th- I think because we do have such a small pool to pick from that I feel like I see you made totally fair points. I think that yeah. it shouldn't be a general rule, but I think it was totally yeah. fair to make your case. And because, like, I'm just speaking uh, from the Nutcracker pod. I think also it was just like. I had just seen the Boo Brothers that night or right. previously and I had watched Hollywood and I was like, oh, these are, this is so much better. And I was just in this headspace that this was the best that it can be. But I feel like I would rather rewatch Ghoul School first than the Nutcracker one. And that might be because I have more nostalgia for this. I didn't, I, unlike Lindsay, I didn't watch the Nutcracker every Christmas on VHS, but I do think that this deserves at least a four because it's, higher and i don't know i want to hear your argument what you're going to give it and then i'll solidify my answer after i hear you because if you can convince me to give it higher then i can still move the other one and i might give this one even higher than i can okay so i will agree that this has been can i ask what my what my what my highest score that i've given out was the highest score you gave was a three for the nutcracker scoop which is more in line with all right but i would knock it down for um and Lindsay gave that one a 4.5 just for for guests (laughs) Um, I feel like that, I guess this might be my highest scoring one, but honestly, I didn't feel like it was that much better than the Nutcracker, and here's my reasonings. First of all, we still don't have Velma. Daphne and Fred? Daphne and, forgetting the other names. First of all, we don't have Velma, Daphne, and Fred, and I mean, I know that we're in just this era that we're going to go through a bunch of movies that don't have them, but I mean, I can't give that movie a five, because we're missing three literally three of the five people so that's my first thing second of all there was no mystery and I was really upset about that because that is what I watched Scooby-Doo for I watched it for the mystery and I can't give a movie that doesn't even have the entire mystery aspect of it anything over it for personally I can't because that's that's what I watched Scooby-Doo for so it was kind of long with no mystery and no Velma Daphne I mean, no Fred, but that's okay. That's not a big loss. <laughs> and it had Scrappy in it. And it was one of Scrappy's most annoying episodes. So 
and it had the boys and they were military boys. I mean, why couldn't you just make them? What was it? Boy why Scouts. Boy, just make them Boy Scouts. Like, I feel like it would have fit everything better. I don't know. But I know it's older and it was, you know, before people were like, military is not that good. Um, but I did really love the girls. I thought they were wonderful. They had a great personality. It was spooky, like I love. It was, which, you know, the Nutcracker one didn't have, which was obviously fair. It was a Christmas episode and everything like that. And the Hollywood. But that was have. also more of a traditional Scooby Doo episode. And this it one was more of a traditional Scooby Doo episode. So I feel like, I feel like, although I did kind of like it a bit better than the Nutcracker one, they were. Their, both of their pros and cons weight pretty much were equal to me, but I think just because I did like the characters overall a little bit more, I really did like the girls. I thought they were funny, and there were a lot of good one-liners. I think I'm only going to have to give this a 3.25. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think I want to give, I want to adjust my scores as well, because I, I really think this is a solid four. And I think you're selling me on that fact that this isn't a traditional Scooby-Doo movie, but like, I think anything that hits a four for me, I'd happily rewatch, but I don't know. I think the Scooby-Doo Nutcracker, I'd rewatch if it was Christmas, but I wouldn't rewatch like generally, um, if that makes sense. So do I have permission to bump down my score from three down from a four to 3.5 or yeah, I say it's fine because we we yeah. if we were like sixty movies in and we were then I would kind of then that no but then you know this makes a lot of sense because we really like are trying to find we're trying to really find the base of what to compare it to to make yeah. our scores. Three point six seven is the new score for the last one, and then we don't have an audience score either. You can keep sending us scores in because we will adjust the document regularly. Um, but in terms of what this average is between your four and my four and your, uh, 3.25, that is a seven point. Oh, no, I messed up. 7.25 divided by two is a 3.625. And I believe that is not our highest scoring movie yet still because Lindsay's score inflates the grades to five. So that is our second highest before we end the podcast. Do you want to move anything to uh rank the scores higher or no do no. you think this is we should stand by this and we shouldn't inflate to like skew our opinions i think that i think that i'm happy with it yeah um so you and i both agree this is a better movie but uh we need to maybe if Lindsay sends us her score and if she wants to change her score because she was part of that episode that's fair otherwise um we're gonna lock these scores for now and we can always revisit this conversation it's a timeless conversation this is an evolving podcast. Um, before we wrap up on this episode, I do want to say a few things quickly. Uh, Monster High, did you ever encounter that show? I have a younger cousin who's uh, a 13-year-old girl right now, and she was at she was the prime audience for Monster High, which was, I feel like, definitely inspired by this school school. I know, I know of the show, but I have not watched it. Okay, but yeah, I feel like the the vampire girl and the werewolf girl, they were like 100% inspired by this movie. Um, uh, I have no claims to that, though. That's just an opinion. Um, secondly, we cannot go any further without discussing the fact that in these four episodes, I don't think there's been a single Scooby Snack. Oh my gosh, given out. you're totally right. And this podcast is Scooby Snacks and Chats. 
So do you want to make a bet? When's the first Scooby Snack going to appear? Um, like how many more movies? Well, I think it depends on the timeline of the movie. Do you want to tell you the name of the movie? Or like, I can give you like a quick- Out of this era. So I think we have two more movies in this uh, Red Shirt Shaggy era. Um, And then we have Zombie Island, which has all five again. And I don't think Scrappy's in that. I'm pretty sure Scrappy's not in that. So that's the first one with no Scrappy. Um, And then after that, we're on a roll for a while with no Scrappy. And all five, I think. I've actually never seen the Scooby-Doo Project, which is on our list. Um, So I can't account for that one but the other ones i'm pretty sure are the five i think yeah i think i think i think the first time we can get out of this era of scooby-doo so zombie island yeah okay that's kate's pick um i would also bet that but i have seen zombie island recently and that's what i need to ask for the culprit game for the mystery game i've seen some of these movies more recently than you have definitely because I watched a few of them during sophomore year of high school. I've seen, I saw Zombie Island, I saw Camp Scare, I saw The Witch's Ghost, I saw Legend of the Vampire. No, I didn't see Legend of the Vampire. I saw, I saw something. I saw the Opera Vampire one. I don't know what that one is, but um, if I know the culprit, am I ineligible from getting a point? Are you allowed to get points? Are oh. My thought was I can get the point if you get the point, but if you don't get the point, I don't get the point. I don't know. I think the only, I, I don't really know what I want to say as, as an answer, but I think the only thing to bring into this. Oh, well, I guess, it, I guess, never mind. That doesn't. Can matter. I have a proxy play for me? Like someone who, like, can I have someone watch the movie and I'm not going to be here? Like, I will, I still watch the movie, obviously, but if I know what's going to happen. Can I have someone play that round for me? I'm just really thinking about this one. Because, well, because it's not quite fair if it's based on if I get it or not. Yeah, no, that I agree with that. I guess, yeah, if somebody else watches it. And yeah. I think so. I, I like that idea. Okay, I'll have someone else watch it for me and guess their scores. Um top of my head i have a few ideas who i would ask for the first example um actually yeah okay let me see if we don't count the guests oh we do guess the, get the guests but um they're not playing along right so what if i have like if we have a guest on that episode they can play for me if they don't remember who it is if they do remember who it is then i'll ask an outside source okay yes yeah okay any other items on the agenda, Catherine? No. Okay. So up next, we have Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. TBD on if we have a guest. Um, I sent my boy Jacob a list of movies that are coming up, and he said he wanted to see, he had to think about which one he wanted to do, because he already locked and loaded for the Batman movie, which is down, 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 down in the Scooby-Doo archives. It's one of our last ones that we'll be doing, but... Uh, I told him that that's so far away that if he wants to come on earlier, he's always welcome. So uh, check out his podcast, though, Ing In There. They cover Avatar. They're finishing book one. They're going to recap the Avatar movie before getting into book two. I think they dropped a podcast today. Today, I don't know what day of the week it is. Anyways, Catherine, what's your social media? You can follow me on Twitter at TearsYouApart. You can follow me on Instagram at KAZ.Z. 
K-A-Z.Z for our Canadian listeners. <laughs> and you can always add me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I need to start. I, need to, I was literally thinking about, I'm, okay. I'll talk to you after, about something about LinkedIn. Anyways, uh, anything else that you want to plug? What should we tell these people to hashtag for this movie? Um, um, matches and Tannis. Okay, yes. I love yes. it. Yes, matches and tannis. Matches spelled like matches. A N D T A N I S. One N for tannis. Um, and then yeah, so you can follow my main at Fleep Tweets. You can subscribe to the Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on Reddit. Shouts to Kate for giving me the idea to plug the podcast on the Reddit, um, Scooby Doo. Uh, page and we are on tiktok so follow us anywhere there i still need to make a tiktok for this channel but um yeah so we're brazil dragon pod everywhere you can email us your feedback brazil dragon pod like and subscribe to our podcast on apple podcast give us five stars ratings and reviews help people find this podcast if you have a friend who likes scooby-doo or who likes disney channel movies or who likes anything gen z related or reality tv content that i provide i know there's a lot of people places out where elsewhere where you can listen to reality tv stuff but nowhere you can get tiktok nicole and jacob and i discussing why certain people are making certain decisions from the big brother world on the hunger games that's this is the only place you can get that content um but otherwise it's been a great episode i don't think i'm going to do another podcast in 2020 but this was a great journey of my first year of podcasting and stay tuned for next week when we talk about scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf which Spoiler alert, I remember being kind of boring. I don't think I've ever seen the whole way through, but we'll get through it, Kate. We'll get through it together. I believe in us. Yes, and I also have plans for, uh, I know I mentioned this on the Lindsay podcast, but within the next few weeks, we're going to get a Descendants podcast out there, the Disney Channel movie, um, original movie. So, And I also want to get in touch with Miss Naomi Calhoun. I want to I have ideas with her too. So uh, until next year, everyone. Happy New Year. Get the fuck out of here, 2020. And Kate, I'm so glad I met you this year. Bye, listeners. Bye, everyone.